So good evening and uh, welcome to the 32nd edition of the Bespoke Show. TBS started in 2019 with objectives of bridging industry and business gaps and spreading great ideas that make social impact by discussing contemporary topics with experts. So we host TBSs in multiple formats. We do uh, in the offline format in college and university campuses. We do in, in the online format and we also have a podcast format. Uh, we started off with the offline format first and then online also we were doing. Uh, but now during the lockdown, it has increased much more and even the podcast has uh, taken shape. Uh, the podcasts generally we publish on Anchor, Spotify and Google Podcasts. So this is where we are present. Uh, all our videos and uh, other uh, updates about our shows are available on the Bespoke Show Live and all social media platforms. Uh, till today, we have uh, hosted about 100 uh, panelists uh, on the Bespoke Show. So let me introduce uh, myself and Asha uh, to you. Asha is the former managing director of a European multinational company. Currently, she's an independent director on the board of also the founder of Brand Horizon, a brand consulting firm that is based in Bangalore. She operates out of UB City, Bangalore. I am an engineer fault, uh, just like most of us, a management graduate by compulsion, uh, an educationist by choice, and an author by passion. I have published uh, multiple times in the Times of India, the Assam Tribune, and several management periodicals of the IFA University Press and others. I have authored two books that are available online uh, back as well as uh, in copy. And I'm currently writing the third, being published by end of year. At the outset, I thank each of the panelists, Ambur, for uh, taking out time today and coming on the Bespoke Show. I will also read out uh, for the benefit of the wider audience who will see this video later on. Ambu Jahuja, engineering graduate, currently working with the Honda Cars India Limited. And uh, Vishwani, we own a marketing agency called The Right Mind since 2016 and a cafe called The Book Room in Delhi in partnership with Olive Barrett. So, welcome to the show, uh, Ambuja and Vishwani. Thank you. Thank you, Sid. So, both your profiles are uh, really, really. Every youngster inspiration would be careers like you, working for Honda, uh, having studied in City University, London, and Delhi Public School. Profiles. Uh, but what I found even more interesting and fascinating about your profiles is your affiliation to the Robin Hood Army. Yes. I note that you work there part time, you don't get paid a penny, yet proud, proudly call yourself Robin. 100%. <laughs> and you are one of several thousands and thousands of Robins who are spread across the globe fighting a different kind of a war. Yep, that's correct. Great. Uh, I'm sure history will be proud of this war for once. <laughs> Thank you so much. Welcome again. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir, for having us. Yes, we're glad to be having this chat with you as well. Great. So we have some interesting... Uh, uh, questions for you, uh, Ambuj and Vishwani. Vishwani. Sure. Uh, the name Robin Hood Army sounds really exciting. Uh, when did this and where did this movement start? 
Um, so, RHA, like we all refer it to, uh, Robin Hood Army basically started in 2014 in New Delhi. Um, it was started by Neil, who is the founder, and along with his friend Anand and uh, Arushi and a whole bunch of other people. Um, they actually started, if everybody's familiar with Delhi a little bit, there's this place called Green Park. And they started by serving food to a bunch of people uh, under the flyover. And uh, the background story to this is that Neil and Anand used to work at Zomato. And they obviously, with their experience with restaurants, and you know, when they found out that there is surplus food, and Neil had spent some time in Portugal. So, you know, the disclaimer here is that the Robin Hood Army, the concept that we do, which is fighting hunger, and basically, um, we distribute the surplus food to the less fortunate. This is not a, a, a new concept. It used to, it exists in different formats all across the world. And where Neil got his inspiration or his idea from was in Portugal while he was there. And he decided to kind of replicate it back home. So I think it was started by five friends in 2014. And today we are about 50,000 plus Robins across the globe. And yeah, I think about the name, as interestingly as it suggests, is um, Robin Hood used to traditionally, well, steal from the rich and give to the poor. But in our case, of course, we have restaurant partners and food partners and we take surplus food from them and, of course, distribute it to the less fortunate. So, so yeah. You don't, you don't snatch it from the rich. You... No, we don't snatch it. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. We ask them very nicely and then they give it to us. And rather they're very generous to yes. give it to us. Oh, great. Fantastic. So who does touring with the restaurants across the country and the globe? I think Ambuch, this one's for you since you manage partnerships. Okay. Uh, see, our structure of Robin Hood Army is very hyper-local in nature. All the cities, like example, there is a Delhi team that pitched to the restaurants by themselves. There are a different kind of like if I'm approaching to any restaurants, it's been done hyper locally with the local team. They just go and tell them, ki, okay, if you have any surplus, just give it to us whenever uh, you have any surplus, just give us a call. We'll come and collect it and take it to the needy one. So all the licensing with the restaurants is done hyper locally in nature. This is how the whole ecosystem is developed. And otherwise, if you take it on the partnership basis, it's been, again, there are a set of problems. And not only that, it goes to the ground level also. Again, locally, there are the teams, those who are handling it and bringing it to the scale. So it's essentially the same team that does the partnerships as well as the delivery uh, to the people. No, not essentially. Not essentially. Asha? So you have, uh, are you connected to the New York headquarters? the Robin Hood Foundation? Oh, no, not at all. Not at uh, all. No, we started out of, as Vishwani said, we started out of Delhi. And okay. from here only we are flourishing. Okay. So how does this actually work on a practical basis? Uh, or when you said you're hyper-local, right? Yes. So are you, are you taking responsibility for one locality and... Uh, Vishwani takes responsibility for another locality and so on? Or uh, do you actually coordinate with the rest of your uh, colleagues and um, share the responsibility? Oh, yes. Definitely, we are working in a pretty much synergy with all our Robins. Okay. Uh, our basic platform to coordinate is WhatsApp. 
So, oh. like example, how we are operating? Like, let's example. Uh, we got a call from a restaurant in South Delhi. The restaurant says that there is a surplus for hundred people. So maybe for one person, it might be difficult to just go collect it and do the distribution. So in that time, so in that time, what we do, we put a message on the WhatsApp group itself. Ki guys, there is a surplus from X Y Z place. Whosoever is available, they can come and help us in the distribution. And yes, definitely, always like couple of uh, Robins take a responsibility that uh, we will go and collect the food and give it to the needy ones. So this is how we operate, and every city have their own representatives, where uh, the message is being communicated, and they take it to the rest of the teams. And what about the deficit? In case there is a deficit from uh, your daily collections, what happens then? See, there is a okay. You mean to say if there is any gap? Ah, uh, basically, Robin Hood Army is working out on a very uh, volunteer model. Ah, uh, we are highly. uh grateful to our restaurants it's not been something like we have adopted any slum yeah. it is something like compulsion yeah it is not like any compulsion whenever any restaurants like it's been said that like 45% of the food that has been produced is going waste mm. so we just trying to bridge that gap whenever anyone calls out okay okay we have a surplus that is our core aim to save the food wastage also then we go and collect that food and take it to the less fortunate and it's not like always like making them dependent ki okay yeah we have to come we have to go and feed x amount of people every day we need to take care of something in particular like we need to ensure their needs it's not about merely handing over the food it's like uh, going there and bridging a gap between their problems with our actionable solutions which are robins which are robins doing and to answer your question sometimes said what also um, happens is like when we started restaurants now don't just give us surplus some of them actually cook specially for us so sometimes on let's say sunday which is usually when we have our weekend uh, food distribution drive so some of our partners um they won't just say ki okay you know khana is left over they actually make fresh food for us to distribute uh, obviously again it's open to anyone a lot of times like we have some um you know lovely aunts and mothers who are robins who sometimes we you know maybe they want to cook food at home and distribute it so there is no there's no hard and fast template um like ambuj is saying of course we we try to work against food wastage as well but having said that there is we also do blanket drives for example so it's actually a more it's to forge a sort of relationship with the people and what we have realized or how it is that when you do give food to somebody that is the trust level and that's how we sort of create a bond with them and we are in sync with what they need so like you said in case there is a deficit on some day like maybe we get a call and they say you know aaj hamare paas we just have food for 50 people we won't be able to give you for 100 so we will make sure that we only go to those areas where that food will be sufficient so that there is no sort of um, overlap or gap and you know we end up committing to somebody and not being able to deliver to them and even there are the times when we feel that one or the two kids are left and they are, they want something more and our robins are pretty much empathetic they contribute themselves and yeah. help uh, them also yeah that's interesting uh, vishwani uh, food being a perishable commodity i think it must be a great challenge for you to 
actually make sure that uh, it reaches the needy on time every day, right? Uh, how do you manage that, and how do you how do you connect uh, uh, the locations where actually the need arising every day and the supplies from a logistics perspective? So, Asha, how it actually works is um, the the reason the hyperlocal model works best in this sense is it's area specific, right? So right. let's say we get a call. So mostly we have some long associate long standing associations with restaurants who give to us regularly right. so in that case though in advance we know that there is a food pickup like we like to call it that there is a pickup at 5 pm from gk1 for example right so that is something the robins in advance organize and decide that okay cool this 5 pm pickup amboj vishwani and let's say asha are going to go do right so that is pre decided because we already know right. sometimes we get what we do ad hoc Like right. I, I clearly remember when I used to be an active Robin on the field. We one day got a call at nine thirty p.m. like from the chapter representative of South Delhi, and he said that you know there was some big ministers gathering in Siri Fort, and they have amazing leftover cooked food packaged properly for almost eight hundred people. So right. then there's just one WhatsApp, and trust me, our Robins are like faster than lightning. <laughs> Uh, Vishwani, sorry to interrupt, but my my question was more focused on the supply side, uh, on the demand side more than the supply side, because okay. it's easier to connect with the restaurants because you have an arrangement with them. Uh, okay. But how do you identify the locations where uh, uh, you are going to supply and where people are actually waiting for you to deliver? Okay, I'll take on to this question. There are the two sets of uh, questions which you have. One is like finding to whom we'll be serving, exactly. and second, how we'll be mobilizing them. Exactly. Yeah. You so got me the, right. Yeah. So the first question which I'll take is how we will be mobilizing them. There are the two ways. It is again the robins who are utilizing their own resources. Like let's say there is a food packets, we can simply put it in our vehicle and take it wherever we want to take it on. And somehow, if we believe that even the robin does not have the resource, there is no point to stop over there. We have conducted many drives where we uh, use the aggregator cab apps. We did drive with them. but also if that also doesn't work there are the many restaurants partners those who are generous enough to give us their vehicle to take the food to the desired locations okay so the logistics has been taken care again by the very much by the ground robin right. and uh, they there are the several options like by themselves we take care of that for the logistics uh, that is for the regular drives and now coming it to where we'll be taking it to that purely depends on the scouting this is why uh, whenever we initiate any chapter in any city mm -hmm. we uh, that is one of our primary condition that the drive should happen at least uh, for four times in a month and mm -hmm. for the sundays like if any city is starting any chapter they should know uh, if they are doing a drive every sunday they try to explore okay uh, this is the place where we conducted the drive last week so okay next week let us identify more places so this is something which comes up with the experience of the city itself okay. where our robins go themselves and scout to the areas okay this is the area which we feel that okay their need is more of a food their uh, need is more of some different attention uh, they have some different kind of problem so they need some different attention this okay. is again being done by the robins on the ground itself 
um, like most are. We were a little unique like that because we're volunteer run. Yeah, brilliant. But even even I think educating them and giving them skill set itself is a great uh, initiative. Yeah, that's yeah exactly. So what else is covered under the Robin Hood Academy apart from uh, the women's part that you mentioned? So um, yeah, so Robin Hood Academy essentially has one purpose, which is to bridge the gap between streets and schools. And we currently have been empowering about 7,000 plus street children with the basic primary education. And how this works is that we give them the tools and the knowledge and we run something, we have something called mission admission and there's mission education. So we actually, we don't just stop at giving them um, the academic knowledge. We actually put together the effort to get those kids admission into proper schools, government schools or public schools, wherever basis their area. So our Robins, they actually conduct regular weekend classes and we have a standardized curriculum which our team works on. And there is the academic side and there is a strong focus on value education. So we also try and groom the personalities of the children or of the women. And so that, like I said, if they're kids in that case, um, they are equipped enough to get admission into a school and our Robins, you know, they kind of hold their hand the entire process. So our Robins do everything from even convincing the parents of the children, for example, that why they need to uh, send their kids to the academy sessions. Mm -hmm. So, so far, you know, we can, we're very proud of the fact that to date we've had at least 1700 plus uh, academy graduates, like we like to call them. And they've been enrolled in school across, you know, almost 80 plus cities. So yeah, that's the endeavor. So that goes in parallel to the admission into the local school, right? So the Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you were saying you're not an NGO, right? Um, yes. You, you, but you're you call yourself a zero fund organization. Yes. So how does it work practically? Uh, because at every step there is some cost involved, right? I mean, from a logistics perspective, of course, you're you're all, you're all the robins are investing your valuable time, so that comes uh, without a tangible cost. But in terms of logistics, uh, uh, how does how does the cost get taken care? So, in terms of logistics, like Ambuj said, uh, the restaurants may sometimes uh, offer the logistic support, right? I would say the partners are generous enough to support us. Like in the past also, we have tied up with many several logistics organizations, those who help us in mobilizing the stuff to a mass scale. Right. So, if we completely understand that, uh, being a zero fund organization, we call ourselves zero fund organization, but at the bank end for execution of every activity, there is a cost involved. Like right. even the food is procured at a cost. Right. We completely understand that. But right. the point is why we are proudly calling ourselves zero fund organization because it, uh, it is kind of in a selfless act, which helps us people to trust on us. Okay. It is rather, it gives them a confidence. Ki, okay, this is the resource, what they are asking for. And yes, definitely they'll take it to someone who really needs it. Right. So, so the, the, cause is, the cause is guaranteed. Yes, yes. And I think you don't accept monetary contributions. Right? Not at all. Not Absolutely. at all. That is our core principle. Like we, are, we do not accept any sort of monetary uh, donations at all. So uh, one one related uh, question, Ambuj, one sure. that I had in mind. 
if if uh, there is no organization or whatever is mentioned on your site saying that uh, you know, the organization does not assume liability and any personal risk is borne by your robins individually uh, if that is the case uh, i have to serve my community here why should i be under the robin hood army banner so what is the value addition that the robin hood army community gives me okay uh, that's interesting question so basically robin hood army is a community of a like minded people those who are coming from a different backgrounds like some are doctors some are lawyers and everyone is serving to the society everyone can serve the society in individual capacity they can serve to a certain extent uh, they could they could take it to a certain level where they might need to stop but robin hood army enable them to take it to the next level like example there might be a certain organization which are uh, having proper securities proper insurance which can be a safer place for anyone to enroll in but with robin hood army comes the case of a selfless act with which people believe that here all our actions whatever our thoughts it is converted into actions and they have the freedom to execute it not only alone but with the good group of 50000 other robins like example the robin hood academy it was started by it wasn't started by any of our founder it was started in a city which is basically a tier 2 city where a robin thought of this idea and took this initiative when he met the like minded people because on a personal front i can go to any slum and start teaching maybe for an year maybe for a two year but after a while even my life may caught up but then we see a bigger goal then when we see a bigger goal of serving more and more people then comes the platform of a robin hood army where the so robins come together and try to make it sustainable not only for a one or two year but for a very longer term because if i stop today there will be someone to whom i, I can pass on the baton to but with me only doing it alone maybe today or tomorrow it will uh, stop and the bigger goal of creating a difference might be impacted yeah i think i understand that be basically what happens is the other people in the community will start replicating it under the same banner and the work continues even if one uh, individual robin stops doing it because yeah. of personal circumstances yeah i mean that actually is personally how it started with me as well um because i used to just same thing come to collect you know sometimes go with my mother sometimes go with just two three friends in you know you can distribute in your colony you can drive and distribute you know there's a certain radius you can cover only there are certain limitations and restrictions when you do it on a personal level and like ambuj is rightly saying at some point it's not sustainable so when some you know another friend told me that by the way you know what you're doing you can sort of join rha and you know there's this whole network of these amazing very passionate 50000 people available to you and you'll be able to serve more people together so that's actually the purpose because we literally are all on a whatsapp group and it's just a matter of a message and yeah it's just it's just that feeling of you know we jokingly we always say that robins are actually our second family yeah. because we're yeah. all we're all connected with that sense of the same purpose and you know honestly when when 50000 people like that come together it's it's pretty powerful i would rather add to vishwani what she rightly said we are uh, we have actually grown from an organization to a family now 
So anyone would like to be a part of family rather than standing individually. Yeah. When you're when you're so passionate about it, I'm sure you will find the time to do it. But what what I also wonder is how do you manage to do this uh, uh, amidst your work uh, demands? Because all of all, both of you, I, I know, are uh, doing your own independent jobs, which I'm sure will be very demanding. And uh, so will be the other Robins, I guess. So how do you find the time to be able to do this and how do you balance the two? Okay. Oh. You actually get asked this a lot, I think, Ambuj. A lot of people actually wonder. Yeah, yeah because um, it's not easy uh, to, to commit yourself to something like that and yet be able to meet ends on both the demands, right? Yeah. To be honest, Asha, I've never actually... Maybe because we're so, we've been doing this for a while. It's just, it is just a natural sort of reflex action almost. Okay. And the the network is so well connected and you are absolutely right. Like there was a proper one year or so in the middle mm-hmm. when I wasn't, I wasn't be, I couldn't be regular to the food distribution drives, for example. Right. Um, but in that case, doesn't mean that you you lose touch because you're still on the group with people. There were times when I wouldn't physically be able to go on that Sunday at 5 p.m. Right. But I would be able to send food. I would just tell the Robins ki, you know, today like just I'm um, getting these 50 sandwiches from here. Tum log mutse aake le jao and distribute, you know, these. It's or, not just on a weekend, right? It's every day. Um, So weekends are our regular food drives and through the, the drives are short. availability. Okay. Um, and what we call mega drives sometimes are special. Like I said, you know, once sometimes we'll get a call and say like, for example, after a marriage, when our Robins go and collect after a wedding and that's a, you know, very big amount, then we call those like our mega drives or like we do on Independence Day where last year we did it and we fed 5 million plus people. Right. So those are our mega drives. But uh, Saturday, Sunday, so that's, you know, to go back to your question is because this is a part-time for most Robins and Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday are when most of them are uh, don't have their jobs. Right. So that is why Saturday, Sunday, you'll probably see the bigger turnout or it's the regular, it's like our pilgrimage. Like mm-hmm. every weekend you tell a Robin that there is not going, it's very rare. Right. If there is no drive on Sunday, it's like we get uneasy. Right. Yeah, we can get away. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, uh, Asha, I would like to add to your point. It's uh, we started all, all of us started out of a passion, but with the time it has just become our responsibility of doing the drives. So most of our Robins manage their time in a way, like example, uh, some, there is a late night call, Uh, like example, 2am after a wedding, there is a call. So what will happen? There is a, some Robin, those who are awake by that time, they'll collect the food and keep it at their place because night distribution might not be possible. So there will be a Robin before going for their office, they collect that food and give it to the, uh, hand it over to the needy ones and then move to the office. Similarly, while the case, when they're coming back, uh, they'll collect it and give it to the needy ones. So this is kind of a situation. And also we say that once you are a Robin, always you are a Robin. 
and mm. it is not always necessary that uh, you have to be there on the ground maybe today in our era of a social media if you are creating an awareness ki guys the food is getting waste anywhere and if you can give a shout out or if you can call more people to just save it that itself is an robin say Right. Actually, Ambuj and I are classic examples of that because um, Ambuj takes care of the partnership side, and I take now take care of the social media. So, right. like I was saying, I I have gone from being an I'm still a Robin, but mm-hmm. probably three years ago I used to be on the field, or you know I obviously really miss it. But right. then we've taken a step back where. maybe now amuj and i spend a lot of our time or our nature of work involves behind a laptop trying to create the awareness about rha right but it doesn't mean that we are not robin so everybody is doing their bit mm-hmm. and um, obviously our volunteer base keeps increasing and sometimes somebody is just teaching at academy somebody is helping in food distribution and mm-hmm. like amuj is taking care of partnerships we have somebody for growth for expansion so we've kind of just i think all of us again going back to what i said when you're when you're all working towards the same goal it it's a pretty amazing how it just kind of has worked out isn't it amboj i think we yeah. only and to one of the anecdote i would say like uh sometimes when you are on the ground now some incidents happen to you when a kid says to you bhaiya next sunday zarur aana Yeah. So it leaves you an impression that okay, if I'm not going even on the ground, yeah, what else? What extra I can do out of my own place itself? Right. So that kind of a connection when you dwell with a kid, so itself it forces you. Okay, okay, let's go out and do it. And this is really uh, this uh, lockdown is really hampering our zeal to go out and serve them. Yeah. Right. How are you actually managing during this lockdown? I think it's gotten more even more challenging, right? On the one hand, I think it's created a more uh, stronger war on hunger, and on the other hand, it's not easy for you to uh, serve that uh, cause. So, how are you managing it? So, yes, rightly said, it definitely is. Um, initially, of course, during the and we, you know. when initially it was announced we didn't even know so we obviously paused our food drives and all the drives actually a little bit before the lockdown itself because the safety of the people we serve in our robins is of course it's paramount it's primary and um, we spent time on figuring out how exactly we would do this so yes the process and everything and the structure has been revised and like we call it probably it's rha 2.0 just for the lockdown <laughs> but now in cities where this lockdown or the situation is extremely severe our robins have obviously suspended operations for now um having said that it doesn't mean that we have completely like nobody gets out kind of thing unless like i said if it's a hot spot but we're taking extremely strict measures to deliver the help so all okay. our robins we call it the rha covid 19 plan and it has um, two initiatives right now and all our robins have been have they undergo a daily safety precautions briefing mm-hmm. so it is all the covid 19 measures you know physical distancing 6 feet and we make and sure yeah. that we um yeah the all of it right like they obviously all wear masks and gloves and we're doing contactless delivery of food as far as possible 
and mostly i would say the biggest difference between pre covid and lockdown um serving is that a lot more of us are doing dry ration okay because you know there is that little bit of apprehension with cooked food right now and obviously most of the restaurant partners are shut because obviously they're not operating right, right. um it's been amazing because a lot of our robins have they are doing home cooked meals like you know a society comes together and sort of does it or like i said most of the people because see now online delivery is the way to go so some people just you know the amazon big basket they deliver dry ration and then our robins go or i would say one robin currently uh, will go in an area and go distribute the dry ration okay but we have given the flexibility and of course in fact we've actually told our robins that if they feel that a situation is too severe or it puts the person you're serving at risk or you we were not going to ask them to go ahead with it so till the situation gets better mm-hmm. you know there have been times when in certain areas in a city like giving you bombay's example um mumbai is one of our most active and you know powerful yeah and um, mumbai is a huge city quite like delhi and the other bigger ones so there are certain areas where our robins are not going because let's say even the the cops aren't allowing it right right so we have suspended that and we sort of inform the people that as soon as this gets better we mm-hmm. will come and deliver help to you then okay. so we are not compromising on the safety of anybody and that is being kept in mind and those who are going and serving like i said it's either dry ration or it's home cooked meals and it's being done in a contactless full safety precaution way as far as possible so this is the food distribution and currently in lockdown rha has launched something called senior patrol okay um senior patrol as the name suggests is basically for our senior citizens mm-hmm. so it is an initiative because again we we were getting a lot of queries and you know very anxious calls now we all realized that the lockdown was suddenly implemented so a lot of people got stranded and are not with their families or you know their elderly parents or grandparents so we started this where you fill a google form so for example asha you have some relatives in calcutta right and you are worried about them right. and um you need to deliver you know because elderly people they have their medication you know it needs to it needs to be made available to them and obviously they are the most vulnerable because they're the, the highest risk of the infection right. even if they can go out they didn't intend to go out because yes. of the risk yeah and yeah. obviously they need their essentials and a lot of um people stay by themselves and you know uh, yes i understand that some people have house helps but because of the pandemic a lot of house helps are also not being available so we've taken up this form where if asha wants to deliver um urgently deliver let's say medicine or you know just grocery or something to her elderly relatives anywhere in india mm-hmm. you fill up a form okay and we are only doing this for essentials of course right so and mostly the queries we've gotten in fact we've gotten over 1700 requests and you know successfully completed more than uh, 1000 of them Right. and we fill that form and within 48 hours right. we revert to you so we will tell you that okay this was successfully delivered or if for some reason we are unable to deliver it because of the police restriction or you know the authorities or it's just not safe right then we will inform you and say sorry we were not able to do it because of the safety factor we've kept right. it very transparent right. but 
uh, these are the two initiatives that we have launched during lockdown with the obviously the serving and uh, both senior patrol so mm. yeah that is how we've been restructuring during lockdown so the idea of senior patrol is something like it's just to help our dada dadis those who need anything at any point of time but because of unavailability of us being at close to them yeah it's just about be yeah they shouldn't be at any risk but they shouldn't be feeling like alone so because robin is such a big family as i earlier said that now we have grown to such a scale that we have more than 50000 robin so there might be a case in when a young robin is next to that their uh, flat itself so mm. he can simply go out and collect the medication and hand it over to them so it reduces their risk to a very great extent really very interesting See? Yeah. So uh, I think this conversation is really interesting, and uh, once it goes online, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are going to get uh, inspired. Maybe become a Robin. Uh, so uh, what I anticipate is that there are going to be a lot of questions about how to volunteer with the RBA. So uh, Ambuj or Vishwani, would you like to uh, maybe tell what is the process and what kind of positions would you need volunteers for, and how do people apply in case they're interested? So it's actually really easy, Sid. We have a website, and um, we are extremely active on social media because, like I said, we 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 are not an organization that has an office. There's no helpline number, you know. We we all are volunteers. So the easiest way for anybody wanting to join us, just log on to our website, and there is literally a tab there called Join Now, mm-hmm. and you fill up a form. It's very easy. It literally takes like. Under three five seconds. Yeah, and um, yeah, then our robins reach out to you. They will email you. Um, if we are, if we are already active in your city, there is a separate process wherein you get added to the WhatsApp group. In case we are not in the city, like um, let's say, Sid, you have a friend in a city where RHA doesn't have a chapter. So we can, our team can reach out and we can help them even set up a chapter over there. because we're looking to grow right so we give the flexibility of both and in case you are a volunteer who wants to teach with us like join academy and you know not do uh, the food distribution for example uh, you fill up when you fill up the form it will be it, it asks you what you're interested in and mainly we need volunteers to collect the food distribute the food teach our kids at academy and you know sometimes we actually because we we forged relationships with all the people we serve i remember there are times when we we just go to meet them like all the kids sometimes we go to and it doesn't have to be a food drive like let's say i am crossing a certain area where one of our clusters is there we can just even drop in and say hi and it's just nice to spend time and they love it and we love it so that's pretty much a, what a robins life looks like mm-hmm. yeah. and, and yeah amboj and our website is pretty much simple it's simply www.robinodarmy.com and so anyone can log into this website and just go and fill in the form of the join now and just share the details and when robins will be really happy to connect you back and or you can obviously reach out to us on our social media we are on every platform we're on facebook instagram twitter linkedin youtube and yeah anyone can just drop us a message and ask us how to join anything they want to ask us about our process we're 
always and more than happy to help them through it i i sincerely hope that uh, this conversation uh, attracts many more robins to join you and maybe thank you we really hope so too thank you so much amazing yes asha would you like to maybe uh, sum yeah. yeah sure uh, Uh, what shall i say i think uh, all, all i can say is hats off to vishwani ambuj uh, and the entire robins uh, you are truly a gift to mankind uh, when when most most people are uh, only thinking inclusive about themselves you guys are not just sparing your valuable time uh, not not just sparing a thought but also your valuable time to help mankind um when when you say over time passion becomes a responsibility i think that sums up the kind of commitment you guys have congratulations and uh, wish you more success and may your tribe increase thank, thank you so you much in your valuable time thank you guys for taking out the time and you know allowing us this amazing chat it really really it was great enjoyed it Really said, and Asha, thank you so much for having us. So It's much. really nice talking to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Take care.